good to be back. Good to be uh, sitting here again. Just back to, in the dining room. Yeah, back in the dining room. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, we gave up our office so that our child could have a room. <laughs> and so my my wife's office is actually the dining room now. And with a Mac this big, yeah, I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful that you don't mind because it takes up half the table. Yeah, there's only two of us at dinner. She has a high chair. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. But uh we're gonna we're gonna go into a, a subject I think that a lot of people go through sometimes it can make us feel so alone. Um, confused, uncertain. There's all these these key words. It's uh, those times when God seems silent. And I and I when we when when, the, when this topic came up, I was really thinking about this. Like in my own life, in those silent moments, you know what what really was there? You know what was the consistency? What always seems to kind of be the role in it, into it, or out of it? And really, to be honest, it's confusing sometimes. I know that sounds bad from someone who's about to talk about it. It's comforting to me to be that honest where, you know, we're not going to always give you the only answer. Right, right. But I know where it starts. We are a society. We are generations of immediacy. And I think that's where a lot of the issue transpires and plays because we just haven't learned how to sit <laughs> and just kind of be patient. I mean, I can pick up my phone. Someone, I, I mean, I do it all the time. Honestly, y'all, at work, you have to like Google everything or run it against some search engine that you trust <laughs> because my guys at work will throw some stuff out there. And honestly, I, I, when was that? So I'm a flip phone kid. So that was like my first phone. <laughs> we didn't have all this smart technology in it. But nonetheless, it was like, it was amazing. Because back in the day, if someone told you something, you kind of had to just receive it. You might have a notion in your head like, uh, that doesn't sound quite right. Or oh, that sounds right. And it would take some time to research this thing. Um, we did have computers, okay. Uh, so we're, we, we, but, but it wasn't right there. Yeah, you can just pull out your phone, right? Or you, or you're like, let me remember that, and remember to like check it out at the local library <laughs> where they have Wi-Fi. <laughs> where you, go, you gotta go through the file cards. What were those things? Um, the card catalog. Oh my gosh, they're like little pictures of like pictures that they took, and you go through. It. It's got a little light behind it. Oh, those. Those are older. I yeah, don't we're going remember. way back. So the hey, y'all, if you things. know, if y'all know what that is. Put it in the comments. Right. Because <laughs> I can't remember. Of course, by the time the comments come, I probably Google searched. It. Right. Right. Because I like immediacy. Exactly. I don't want to wait for you to write it to I me. I don't want to not know. Right. So that's my point, though. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, and I think when we, because I love cooking. And when I think of a meal, some meals, pretty simple to throw together. And then some of the meals that I put together. It takes me a little bit more time because of the amount of steps, the way things have to blend or be seasoned to get together, right? And so it takes a little bit more time. And that's kind of how this is. There's no set answer <laughs> to when God will start speaking to you again. There's a lot of things that you can look at and say, hmm, am I meeting this criteria or this criteria? And that's really what we're going to get in tonight. Yeah, it makes me think of Psalm 37, 7, where it says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. 
Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way or over the man who carries out evil devices. And when we think about evil being anything outside the will of God, I know for some people that rocks them a little bit, right? Because no one that loves the Lord wants to do anything that is termed evil. But if that is what it is, then this verse actually gets a lot more broad. And so you're not just thinking of those those 'er ne'er-do-wells, those villains, right? And it's really about getting frustrated when you see other people that you don't know if they're listening to God or not, but you see them moving forward and they seem to have a direction. They seem to know what their next plan is, what their goal is, and you're still waiting on the Lord. And sometimes you don't know exactly when that's going to come, which is why it's so important to wait patiently for him. And it makes me think of a story when Saul was waiting on Samuel to do the sacrifice, but he was impatient. And so he didn't see Samuel coming and he did it himself. Sometimes God's waiting to speak for a purpose other than to drive you crazy. It's going to take patience. Uh, Have you ever tried to do a souffle? (laughs) No. No, the right way. (laughs) (laughs) Have you even done one with me around? Not with you around because like, honestly. It's not worth it, is it? uh, I've failed more. (laughs) <laughs> then I've succeeded and like the patience level, it's like, so you're like, is it or isn't it? Is it or isn't it? Is it or isn't it? And then it falls. And it's like, it didn't. Aww. It didn't. Wait, when it's done, I know this off topic, when it's done and you cut into it, does it deflate? It does. I mean, so like, does I, it taste good? The point I, I, is, okay. the point is. <laughs> We're in culinary school here, not just eat eat mode. Come on. My wife is an eater. Yes. I am a cook. Yes. <laughs> so so sometimes we think different. No, you're a chef. I'm a cook because I have to and you love it. So That's did it ruin the flavor of the souffle? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's just the appearance. And okay. you know me. I whole like, different sermon in itself right there. <laughs> it is a whole different <laughs> sermon. But it's like in this in this silence, is it a season or is it a disconnection? Um, I, I really like Ecclesiastes three, you know, it's that everything has its time. Oh man. From sadness to happy from rain to sun, but it's a, is it a season or is it a disconnection? Cause I think that's important because it, another way to look at that is, am I quenching the spirit or again, is it a season? Something that God is using to grow me. I mean, we're going to grow in everything, even in a disconnection, you grow, because when you reconnect, you're awakened to the truth and you're like, wow, okay. I, mean, I had one of the moments today and then I used it, which is kind of funny. Me and my boss had a little bit of words <laughs> and I probably said a few things that like were a little harsh <laughs> and uh, I'm just being real y'all. But then I turn around because, you know, God speaks. He's like, come on, you didn't have to really say it like that. Could have done it in a different way. And I went to my boss who, you know, he knows some word. He's, I don't know where he's at, but <laughs> I said, man, you know, the Bible says when I'm unfaithful, he's faithful. Cause it ended up working out. It did. Without really, you know, it was just all of a sudden, like 10 minutes later, what exactly what I was hoping for. Cause I mean, COVID's going on and there's some safety issues there. It happened. And it's like, oh, did I really have to even say anything? Not like that. Right. And so God actually produced it and it made it a good place and good work advice. But what I'm saying is, are we disconnected or? Are we Ecclesiastes 3? Is God putting a pause on the conversation or are you muting it? Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, that might help some people because I know for me, I was hung up on quenching the spirit for a while. I just didn't because when I think quench, I'm like, oh, satisfying thirst. But it also means to put out a fire. You know what I mean? So for people who might have not heard that really cool 
theological term before. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, the other thing when you were just saying that it made me think of is sometimes it can be really frustrating when you're waiting on an answer from God and then he's not giving you that answer. But then you hear from him about a correction. You ask him to do something. Then you do something about it that, you know, it might you might have no control over. Someone might have come to you and asked you something about it. And then you say something that maybe wasn't the best way to say it. And then you hear from God. Then he has something to say. Right, and right. it's to correct you. And you're like, yeah. really? But then right after, bing, bang, boom, this time he, he answered you about the thing you'd asked for, too. So I know. Then funny. I started throwing verses at my boss. <laughs> Which, you know what? When in doubt. Them, but like, hey, look, this is what God said. When in doubt, use the word. <laughs> and then I told him I was wrong. You know, it was yeah. like, but here's why. Self-evaluation. Right. Um, I think that's very important. When you're in a silent type of season or, uh, or, or there's silence, where is my heart? Where's my focus? Am I stuck in the world or am I chasing after my father? So, I mean, if you're chasing after your father, if you know that like your heart is in it and you're like, man, word, 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 come on, God, speak to me. And you're reading and you're reading and you're reading and like, it's quiet. There might be something going on there. Right. But if all of a sudden you're like, can I use the example of the Instagram? Yeah. 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 No, (laughs) that was really good. This is is a good one. So, (laughs) (laughs) or are you stuck in the world? Like, okay. So my wife, and it was before pregnancy. It was definitely before, before pregnancy. pregnancy. We were still in the apartment. Right, right. And we're, 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 we're laying in bed. And I mean, she was going through a season. It was like, oh man, I was just, just everything it was just not right. And I, sometimes I correct when I need to, cause that's my job. But a lot of times I sit back in prayer. And so I prayed a lot. I was like, just Lord guide her, show her, teach her. And one morning we wake up and all of a sudden she's like, oh, and you could hear she's just like defeated to even get out of bed. And I look on her screen and she's scrolling Instagram. And I said, hey, how do you start your morning? And she, she goes. I actually started laughing because I knew where this was going. <laughs> and she goes, I scroll Instagram. I said, maybe you should start in the word of God. And you know what? That changed. Yeah. That was a, a, a pivotal moment of, of change. But see, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at, are we in the world mind frame or are we looking in a spiritual mind frame? And just to add another layer to that. I had been asking the Lord, like, why am I feeling like this? Why is it so hard? You have to help me, et cetera. And in this case, it was me not wanting to hear what God had to say. And so I was muting it. And when Shay asked me, you know, what are you doing in the morning? Like, I couldn't help but smile, which was a miracle in itself, because you can also just get really defensive and bitter or whatever. But in this moment, I was just really humbled because I had known for like three days that God had been saying the exact same thing. I'd felt convicted about starting my morning with Instagram instead of you version. And uh, I felt in that moment him like, okay, well, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to say it through the promptings in your husband. And then in that moment convicted me in a whole other way. I was like, why couldn't I just listen to God? Why did he he have to use my husband? You know, like, so why am I listening to my husband more than God? You know, like sometimes you just don't want to hear it and you're convinced it's not God. But if you check it back to the word, that's the way you should do it is test. Is this the enemy telling me this or God? Well, God's word always lines up. Right. And and it's kind of amazing. And this is, of course, another one one day, but spiritual leadership. Yeah. It's like, is the word that is the word of God? You know, God was prompting and it came from him because it was not of me. And I, and you have to be really careful on that, but let's, let's move forward because I, I like in that thought that second Corinthians 13, five always brings it out beautifully. It says, examine yourself to see whether you're in faith, test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Um, unless indeed 
you fail to meet the test. That's, that's it. Are you thinking of Christ, residing with Christ in that connection and, and, and relationship with Christ? Are you speaking with Christ? Are you reading the word? I really like that because sometimes it's like we're too busy trying to figure it out. What's going on? I don't hear God. I don't hear God. I don't hear God. I don't hear the spirit. I don't hear the spirit. Is the spirit even talking to me? And we're so wrapped up with a voice. And sometimes we just need to sit and be still and be silent. And, you know, Romans 15, 4 takes us into that for whatever was written in former days was written for instruction. This is all goes back to the word that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scripture, we have hope. And that hope is, is, is huge in this. In his silence, we need to be silent. You know, we got to think about who's our hope. Who are we supposed to be hearing from? Who's supposed to be speaking to us? If I speak to myself, I go down the wrong path. But if I allow God to speak to me, if I wait on God, because you know, in Psalm 62, five, it says for God alone, oh, my soul wait in silence for my hope is from him. If I'm hearing something else, if I'm allowing myself to drift, then I'm not hearing. Now I'm saying, when I say sit in silence, do I mean like, like literally lock yourself <laughs> like, in a lock room. Yourself into a I'm room. not leaving. Trust me, you're not going to be in silence. <laughs> Even if your mouth is closed, you'll be thinking. Right. Silence can be found in the word of God. Studying the word of God, reading the word of God, prayer. These are some really good aspects of what really bring you to this alignment. I love Psalms 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Watch this. Sometimes you have to wait for night for his light to shine. <laughs> It's so true. And also in Psalm 119, in verse 11, it says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That helps when you're in the dark waiting or when you're in the light and you just don't hear. When you have put up a wall against God, regardless of the situation, we live in a time where we have access to the word of God. Mm. You know, we might not have access in this very instant to a brand new thing he's saying you know, in, in our lingo, in our head, that just to us, but we have his word in a book mm. and in an app right. and on the websites, you know, it's important. If you take it back to our name, the pantry, the more of his word you put in the pantry, the more you can pull out when you can't go to the grocery store, which again, alludes to right now they're saying, you know, don't go out, keep contact to a minimum. Right. The people who have bulk buys, don't have to go out. People who don't have a lot have to. Spiritually, your pantry can be as big as it needs to be. And it's important to hide as much of his word in our hearts so that if there is a pause in our day to day, whether we did it or because he's putting it on, we can draw on something to test all these voices. Because, I mean, Job's a perfect example. When God isn't speaking, other voices start to come right. in and you need to be able to test all those voices because sometimes he might be using one other times. He's not the one using that voice. You have to have something stored up to test every voice again. So you know when it's godly and when it's not anything pre pre like Jesus going away and telling the disciples, Hey, look, I'm going to leave someone for you. You know, an advocate, a helper. I mean, dude, he's got so many words and y'all know where I'm going with this. The Holy Spirit. I mean, my problem with that, a personal problem sometimes, is that I'm talking. Mm -hmm. It's back to that silence thing. And he's there. I, I, I know God uses silence sometimes. But I think a lot of the times, you know, we'll, we'll talk ourselves into the wilderness. I'm in a wilderness. 
we come out of the wilderness and we look back, we're like, I wasn't listening. I like to laugh about this though. I, I have always learned something from this stuff. So even when I'm in this, these storms, I find joy. You know, it's like, it's like, how do you find joy in that kind of storm? And I'm like, well, because eventually I'm going to come out of this and he's going to teach me something. I'm going to learn something. He's going to take something else away. Um, and I love how Jesus even put it when he was saying, hey, I'm going to leave someone for you. Because the first thing that he puts in there, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Keep my word. Keep me. Because, you know, John 1, 1, the word, the word was God. Yeah. The word was there before the beginning. Yeah. All that cool stuff. He's the word. He's the commandment. He brought it. Everything that you're, you're reading is from God. And he says he's going to pray for you to his father. And he's going to give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. And then if you skip down to 18, it says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So you got to understand too, the Holy Spirit is not speaking for himself. He's speaking for Jesus. Whatever the Holy Spirit is speaking to you is coming straight from Jesus. That is awesome. It's like he's there. He's not just leaving like some, you know, oh, here you go. No, he's like, here, he's, he's just speaking to you. He's there with you. You call on him. You, you ask him questions, you know, and he's going to be there for you. And when his answer comes, you know, that's coming from the throne. That's coming from your King. And that is what drives us. That is what gets us out of these silent moments. Either we learn that we needed to be silent, sit, wait, be patient on the Lord or we learn that we need to change our minds and we need to give up something and move forward in something. He's going to teach us all things. That's what the Holy Spirit's there for, to teach us all things and bring remembrance, of course, to Jesus. That is our silence, you know? It's, it's like, let's sit back sometimes. Let's just take a pause. Let's take a break. If you feel like the waves are crashing down on you and you feel like God's not hearing you, being silent. First of all, I'm going to say this. Pray. Lord, Guide my steps, open my heart to your word. And then you know what? Open that Bible. Be with your father. Exactly. Be still and know that he's the Lord. Amen. Amen. Remember to drop us some word of your own on thepantrypodcast.com or on the Pantry Podcast Facebook so that we can hear what you're thinking. Remember, prayer requests are always welcome and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.